What's up, guys? We're back on the countdown for episode 5, Rebrand Edition. It's time to talk about maybe NBA basketball. We have a lot, a lot to talk about today. Um, I believe about 8 topics, including some breaking news that just came through today, some some controversial um, things that happened last night, um, a spectacular performance, and I got a ranking for you guys along with some picks for tonight. So first up, well, before I get started, I want to say thank you all for joining in and listening. Um, the second time this week, we'll have one for Thursday and Friday, and then um, we can all go enjoy our weekend, and we'll be and we will be back Monday for the countdown episode set eight. That will be it'll be episode eight. So this morning, Brad Stevens to step down and become the Celtics president. While Danny Ainge resigns from being the Celtics president, I will tell you exactly why that's happening. It's always the front office and the locker room. Something's going on in the front office that no none of us know about. It always happens in sports. Something's going on because there is no reason for Brad Stevens, one of the best head coaches in the NBA to till this day, to step down um, from being the head coach. They've made the playoffs every single year, I believe, is um, while he's been the head coach, or um, at least after they got Kyrie and Tatum, they've made the playoffs, and that's definitely um, has some contribution to Brad Stevens' coaching. Um, Danny Ainge resigns, which is just kind of uh, oh, let's see, icing, yeah, icing on the cake. That's good, icing on the cake. Um. To just let you know that something's going on in that front office that it's not good. Um, I'm waiting for um, some more insight and depth on uh, why that's happening with the Celtics. Um, obviously, you know, they just, they just got eliminated in the first round, so that has a lot to do with it. You know, they're not a contender. They weren't a contender this season. But um, the Celtics... Are in some really deep waters right now. I'd rather be the I'd rather be the Lakers than the Celtics. However, speaking of the Lakers, LeBron walks off the floor in Game Five. I'm not. I can't sugar. I, I can't sugarcoat that. That's not. That's not a good look. How now is that? Did he walk off for probably a bigger reason than any of us know about? Probably there was probably a reason behind it, but it's still not a good look and. Honestly, he maybe should have been. He probably should have been playing still, let alone walking off the court. That's another thing. We got to wait for some news to see why, because all this is just happening. But um, Lakers are in shark-infested waters. If LeBron wants to ever be considered the greatest of all time, I think right now is the time he can solidify that with the championship. But obviously, he has to win these next two games. He's got to win at home. At Staples, and he asked to go to Phoenix and win Game Seven with or without AD. Now AD needs to come back. LeBron can't win the Finals on his own, but I think he can win the series on his own. But whether that will happen, I'm not sure. The Lakers, um, you know, we couldn't, we didn't expect this. All of us had the Lakers winning. Against the Suns, despite the season the Suns had, we all just kind of trusted LeBron. 
to do what he does best. And one of the things he does best is win in the first round. Like I said yesterday, 14-0 in the first round. Will it be 15-0 or 14-1? I guess we'll have to see. Now, here's the part I'm most, I'm most interested in. Damian Lillard drops 55. 12 threes. And the Denver Nuggets still win. I think every other player on Portland should be a shame of themselves. C.J. McCollum's field goal percentage was blaspheming. Um, I think he had 18. I mean, it's just Damian Lillard can't do everything on his own. And that's kind of what's happening here. He scored over a third of their points. And uh, that's definitely not a good look for the um for Damian Lillard. But on the other hand, you know, the Nuggets are doing what they what they gotta do. The MVP Jokic had a thirty eight last night. He's still doing his thing. Uh if Portland loses this series, you know, that's okay. There's nothing to uh dispute about that. The three seed over the six seed. The three seed's kinda supposed to win. But um when Damian Lillard drops fifty five points, you you need to win that game. I think uh, Damian Lewis should definitely consider leaving the Portland Trailblazers after what I saw last night. Definitely should. However, after last night, an amazing, amazing performance by Damian Lillard. I have come to the realization, I think he needs to win an MVP award. Because I just did my ranking, and I'll give you a little uh, sneak peek. I'll probably release it this week, um, or next week, but I have a top NBA players ranking. And he's about number nine on my list. And that's not a shot at Damian Lillard. I'm a huge Damian Lillard fan. I've always tried to distance myself from the critics who underrate, underrate or underestimate Damian Lillard. But I think an MVP award, whenever someone try, tries to compare Damian Lillard to someone like Kawhi Leonard, you know, Kawhi Leonard's like, oh, you know, he won with the Spurs and Raptors, but the, he hasn't brought the Clippers to a championship Damian Lillard doesn't have help. Oh, he also has the MVP award. Let's put Dame up there. I think an MVP award would do Damian Lillard wonders. Wonders for his career. That's just me. I think an MVP award would do Damian Lillard so much. I think it would really, really help him as his case as a generational point guard. Aaron Rodgers. No, I'll say that for last. I'll say that for last. Let's go to my ranking. My ranking for today is the top five one-on-one matchups of the first round. That's like, okay, I don't want to give you a sneak peek yet. If you guys are confused, let's go back. Uh, 2019, uh, the best one on one match of the finals was Curry versus Kawhi. You know what I'm saying? One-on-one, player versus player. We'll start at number five. Donovan Mitchell versus John Morant is maybe the most underrated one-on-one matchup in this postseason. Donovan Mitchell is averaging 28 points per game, and John Morant is averaging 31 points per game. I've said all season that Donovan Mitchell is an MVP candidate, but John Morant is a rising star who uh, took out Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors in the play-in tournament. To uh, even have his team here. I mean, he's really, John Morant's really on a mission as of late. And uh, 
you know, obviously, I don't think really anybody had the, most people didn't really have the Grizzlies even beating the Warriors in the play-in tournament. I don't think really much um, uh, many analysts or fans really had uh, the Grizzlies uh, beating the uh, the Jazz in uh, this series. But, um, yeah, Donovan Mitchell versus John Morant is a amazing matchup. And it's a young matchup. It's an MVP candidate versus a rising star in this league. And what gets better than that? Number four, it's the same thing. You should be able to guess it. Trey Young versus Julius Randle. I know Trey Young has easily, easily won this. And will more unlikely win the series and his matchup versus Julius Randle. But the fact of the matter is, Trey Young's a guaranteed future star. And Julius Randle is the most improved player who could be a, a, a future star in a few seasons. Um, the thing I like about this series is they're both fighting to prove something. Trey Young wants to prove that he can win in, the, win in the playoffs at a young age. And Julius Randle is still trying to prove that he's that guy. Julius Randle is still trying to prove that he is that player. Um... That man in New York, despite winning most improved player, there's still a lot to prove. And they both have something to prove. And although the Hawks will more than likely take this series, um, Julius Randle's done a lot for the Knicks. And uh, his first uh, ser- postseason series wasn't, that th- th- doesn't seem like it was all it was hyped up to be, but the Knicks will be back. And that's what I love about this matchup so much. Number three is Kevin Durant versus Jason Tatum. Okay. Durant has 32 points per game and Tatum has 30 points per game. Obviously, Tatum dropped 50 points that one game, which really uh, did a lot for um, for this series. It got a lot of eyes put on the series because everybody thought the Nets were just going to run away with it. And they did. They did. They just advanced to the second round. But... The Celtics got a game, and I think that meant a lot to the city of Boston and to Boston fans. They were able to squeeze a game in there, and Jason Tatum just continues to prove that he is uh, potentially, not potentially a future star, but potentially maybe the face of the league one day. I said maybe. Don't don't hate on me for that. Uh, Kevin Durant is obviously a legend, and Tatum is a future star and a future legend. So, yeah, that's... One of those things I love about this series, and I got... Remember, it's not about the team. I know I've mentioned, like, uh, like the Knicks have struggled against the Hawks, but it, it's about the player versus player. Number two is Damian Lillard versus Nikola Jokic. Damian has 35 points per game, and Nikola Jokic has 32 points per game. And the thing about this series is these guys have a history. You remember back, I believe... Yeah, 2019 when the Portland made that run to the Western Conference Finals. They had to get through Denver in a Game 7. These guys have history together. Um, this series is also um, inching towards a Game 7, which I predict. And I can, I see it being very, very possible. Um, yeah, These guys just have a history like you saw last night. Damian Lillard continued to go off while Jokic was doing his thing down low. Um, it's just two superstars, two easily non-debatable top 10 players going at it and I think if you had to compare it to some to a a rivalry I think it kind of has like a maybe not the mental off-court side of it but playing 
I think it has like a uh, Patrick Ewing and Reggie Miller kind of quality. These guys don't really beef like they did. They don't really necessarily have a rivalry necessarily. Maybe kind of. But on the court, I feel like it kind of has a Reggie Miller versus Patrick Ewing quality. And number one, Luka Doncic versus Kawhi Leonard. They both have 33 points per game. The series is tied. Potential rivalry. You know, these guys also have history from last season. Luka really gave Kawhi and the Clippers a run for their money. Um, Luka definitely gave Kawhi some scares last postseason. Um, Luka's just different, man. He's probably going to be the face of the league, more than likely. I know I said Tatum, but I meant Tatum has a chance. Luka Doncic. I can never say his name right. However, he's a potential rivalry. Like, I would love, not for Luka, because he started his career there, but if Kawhi was to move east, I would love to see these two play in the finals. Um, or, you know, stay in the west. Stay on the same teams, play in the Western Conference Finals. That's all good. Um, but I don't see why... I don't see... Anybody who could disagree with me when I say, but it potentially has a Larry Bird versus Magic Johnson quality. I mean, the size matchup, the abilities on the court are near the same. You know, Luka versus Kawhi. And on top of it, the series is tied. Game 5 tonight. So, um, that does a lot to know that these guys are really helping their teams out too. And they're leading their teams to victories. Last topic. I know I've talked about the uh, NBA a lot, but we're going to go to NFL really quick. Aaron Rodgers, there's so many rumors swirling around. I was someone who said that he was not going to leave Green Bay. But to wrap this up real quick, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to go to Denver, man. There are so many talks about him going to Denver. I think it's I think it's a perfect fit, of course. Do I think he should? No. Green Bay made the NFC Championship game last year. Good O-line. Decent defense. Good receiving core. Above decent running back. I mean, he really has it set. I know that they can't... I know they have trouble making it to the Super Bowl. But if you make the... uh, I mean, if you make the NFC Championship game, I don't see how you could just leave like that. However, I do think he's going to go to Denver. Just because all the um, topics swirling around... And, you know, the fact that he's so unhappy with Green Bay. So, to finish it off, I'm going to give my picks for tonight. I think the 76ers close out the series tonight against the Wizards. Um, Joel Embiid isn't playing tonight. But I still think the 76ers, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, they're they're ready to move on. And I think the 76ers have enough firepower to close it out tonight. Um, especially at home. Um, I also have another, I also have another team moving on and that is the Utah Jazz. I think they take out the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. They gave Memphis a lot of trouble. Although Memphis has stayed, um, right there with the Jazz the whole series. Uh, they gave Memphis a lot of trouble and, uh, at home, I just think Utah is going to close it out tonight. Knicks and Hawks. Uh, um, the Hawks have really gave the Knicks a lot of trouble. Looks like the Jazz that gave the Grizzlies some trouble. But it's at Madison Square Garden. It's the Knicks' first postseason series since 2013. 
I'm going to give them one more game. I think it goes to at least six. And I had the Knicks. I, I think Julius Randle has a pretty decent night. I give him like 25 on like 50% shooting. I, I think he comes back. I think he comes back tonight and at least has a decent game. And then I have um, the Clippers beating the Mavericks. I'm going to give a little bit of insight on this before I head out. The Mavericks won the first two games. The Clippers won the next two games. But the Clippers are on fire right now. And they're also returning to L.A. So I give them game five. Now who wins this series? That's for another day. But I think Clippers take game five. Just because they're on fire. Like like Dallas was on fire. And then they went back home. And there was some... Uh, they lost. But that's because the Clippers needed those next two games. Um, the Mavericks... Uh, the Mavericks are going back to L.A. tonight, and the Clippers are on fire right now. I give L.A. game five. But that's all for now. Thank you for tuning in to the countdown. Um, I'll see you guys tomorrow morning. For whatever the sports world brings my way or our way or your way. But, yeah, it has been the countdown. I appreciate you all for tuning in. As always, go follow FlexSportsIG on Instagram. Follow my main M1Cent on Instagram. And I will see you guys tomorrow morning. Peace.